Welcome, everyone, and welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. Tonight, we have Miss Shane Savoric, and I know how to say that name. Look <laughs> it with me, everybody. All right. So tonight, we are going to be talking about Broken Little Believer and how that is going to impact all of you with something that we call Mindset. Are you guys ready? Then let's punch it. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light, and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. And we're back. Look at that. We've got hearts. We've got six people here. We've got seven people here. We're, we're just like racking it up. You guys drop down your name. See where you're, where you're broadcasting from. I'm up here in Twin <coughs> Falls, Idaho. And Miss Shane Savoric, where are you broadcasting from? I am broadcasting from New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. I said New York first. Sorry. <laughs> New Jersey. Okay. Awesome. I'm right on the border. That's okay. Right on the border. Hello, Miss Sandra. Hi, it is Sandra. so good to see you. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for popping in here tonight. So, if any of you know Miss Shane, she has quite a little story. <laughs> and in this story, she has something to talk about with our mindset. We started off the podcast in the post asking a lot of different questions. And some of these questions basically were, you know, what like how we can get through our, our mindset. Have you ever felt emotionally, physically, mentally vulnerable or at risk for sabotage? I mean, what kind of a question is that? Who's feeling hope with that? Mm -hmm. uh, well, maybe we'll do some explaining on all of this. So has your day or your overall mood ever suffered because something or someone had said something or they've done something? So whatever the situation is, it's your mindset is your responsibility. Shocker. It's all about you. Y'all. So let's see. Let's get right into this, Miss Shane, and figure out what are you talking about with mindset? Well, what I'm what I'm really getting at is that, you know, I mean, there's so many things that are beyond our control that are happening not only in this you know, in our lives, but in this world, especially right now, where there's just so many things that are um, uncertain. There are, um, you know, a lot of concern and ang anxiousness about what's happening in the, in the world and things are changing so fast. So when we look at all of the things that are outside of our control, it's very easy to fall into this trap that, um, you know, we really can't make a difference. What's the point? You know, people are depressed, people are fearful, people are living in isolation. Um, but really, you know, what's happening outside of our lives and what's happening in the world, although we can't control it and we can't influence some of those things, we can certainly take responsibility over how we feel, how we perceive the world, how we perceive what others are doing, what others are saying. And we, in, in essence, and ultimately have all control. So how we react to things, how we um, feel about things, it all, it all adds up into our spirit and our soul and our hearts. And that's really what powers us as humans. That's what, um, that's what makes us. So we hold the power. And I think, especially right now, 
um, January 25th, 2022. There are so many people who are feeling helpless and feeling lost and confused. And right now, I think, is a perfect time for people to remember that what we really are responsible for are ourselves and making sure that we are balanced and that we are in control of our reactions, our emotions, and focusing on what really, truly matters. That's right. And Miss Sandra agrees. She says, yes, we hold the power. Isn't that really the, the secret of things? I think there's a group that, that wait like on an outside imaginary wall, wondering what's behind it, wondering the big secret is. Right. And they watch this path of people walking through in that open gate and they wonder, how can I do that? How can I be a part of that? And as the people who have, who have figured it out, walk through that gate and come through the other side, they'd simply said, well, we made a choice to. Right. And the line about in back of them or the ones that are peering over like, no, <laughs> no, no, where's the complication in my life? I'm not going to look at that simple thing. Wait, oh, the fog is over here. I'm going that way. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So tell me about your mindset and how you have this control, like how you learned how to do this control for yourself. Well, one of the biggest misconceptions, um, I think there's so many people that are, and it's natural, it's natural because we're built to have human interaction and to have connection. That's a natural need for us as humans. <clears throat> but another need is for us to have alone time. And whether it's in the shower, whether it's in the car, uh, whether you go for a walk, it is essential that we have alone time. and sometimes being alone is very uncomfortable. And a lot of people, um, you know, it's, it's a scary thing because we're alone with our thoughts. We're alone with, you know, the past and, and what we're dealing with in the present. And we're dealing with our emotions, things that are bothering us, things that we are um, worried about. But because we are the ones who are in control and we are the ones who hold the power, we need to be in that uncomfortable place and to be alone, to truly listen to our spirit, to listen to what it is that we want and what we need and fill that need. So many people right now are looking for um, connection, but that connection becomes an influence um, and it's not always the best influence. And I don't mean just like a, uh, a negative, but just because someone else feels a certain way doesn't mean that that applies to our lives. That is not necessarily the key to our happiness. So to truly understand and take ownership of our mindset, we have to be willing to do the hard work. And hard work usually begins, if not always begins, with being alone, being quiet, listening to our, our spirit, listening to what our needs are, and truly going that extra mile to want to dig down deep and understand what it is that we need and what we want out of life. And once we get there, then we understand that how other people are behaving and the way things, you know, no matter what we might be going through, we are, are in control of our mindset. If we want to be positive or if we want to throw in the in the towel and say, you know what, today is an awful day and the rest of the day is going to be awful. And that's what I've decided. 
but we can decide that, you know what, I had an awful morning, nothing went right, but there's still eight more hours in the day and I can turn it around. So our mindset is, is really what we need to look at and investigate, work on and continue to work on because it's an ongoing thing. You don't just flip the switch and say, okay, now I'm a positive person. We have to be working on that every single day. And some days are harder than others. That's also natural. But right. the, more, the more we practice it, the better we become at that. That's so true. I love this, what Lashim says. Definitely, I call it Shimi time. time. That's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. It is, it is really important with that. So when you're in your thoughts and you have that alone time, what are some suggestions to help us kind of focus in on what it is that we need to do? So I think, you know, especially for women, men do it too. Um, but I think especially for women, we tend to, you know, while we're making a to-do list, we have expectations that are associated and linked to our to-do list. We have, we put a lot of expectations and a lot of pressure on ourselves um, to not just do the to-do list and get it done, but we have a certain image in our mind and that we, we visualize how we want it done, when we want it done. And we become very um, inflexible or not flexible with ourselves. We can be flexible, a little more flexible with others, but when it comes to ourselves, we tend to hold ourselves to a higher standard and we have a higher level of expectation. So we tend to wake up and we put all of this pressure on ourselves and really, truly, when you go about your day and you wake up and you wake up with a grateful heart, that's one of the tips you're asking for tips, but to have gratitude, to just open your eyes and to take a moment and just think about what it is that you're grateful for, that alone changes perspective. You know, we have a, a, a bad habit of waking up and as soon as our eyes open, you know, we think about what do I have to do today? Oh, I have to get ready for my meeting. I have to pack the kids lunch. I have to do this. I have to do, to do that. But just a simple switch of opening our eyes and thinking about what we're grateful for is one very easy way of changing the beginning of our day and our perspective and our attitude for the rest of the day. And the other thing is, is that, you know, while we can't control what's happening outside of our homes and, and outside of our worlds and in, in the universe that we are living in right now, the more that we pay attention to how we are acting rather than how other people are acting. We, if we want patience, are we showing patience? Are we giving patience? If we are upset at all the drivers who are cutting us off, do we react and then cut other people off because that was done to us? Do we, um, you know, someone else left a, people who are watching will love this because they know it's a pet peeve of mine, but because everybody else is leaving their shopping cart and not putting it away, do we say, well, you know, I'm the only one who's doing it, so why bother? You know, every, no one else puts it away, so why should I walk another 10 feet to put mine away? So are we making excuses 
Or are we holding ourselves accountable and doing the right thing no matter what other people are doing? Because if everyone just gives in and gives up, then what hope do we have? So when we are controlling and in tune and holding ourselves accountable for our own mindset, we better control our emotions, but then other people are watching. We're not reacting to them. We're, we're staying out of that drama. We're staying out of that negativity. And we are, there are people watching. And the world needs more people to be watching those who are in control of their mindset and showing the world some positivity. That's very true. I call it benching my girl. So, <laughs> I have Miss Shelley. No offense to anyone named Shelly. Shelly can really get going sometimes. And I'm like, oh, you got to sit on the bench. We just got to bench her because she wants to get out front and really just, rah, yeah. Like, yeah, you got to be benched, little girl. Yeah. So kind of that little bit of control. And, and there's times where I, I, I'm speaking. I'm like, oh, hold that Shelly. Let's put <laughs> her back in and start again. And for me, the best thing, the fastest thing that interrupts that is a quick deep breath. I'm like, yes. Oh, seriously, my oxygen in my brain was deprived. Yes. <laughs> I just needed to breathe. Yes. Wow. <laughs> like yes. It was that simple, but it was that simple. So yes. just put, put bench, bench Miss Shelley and, <laughs> and think through some things. And, you know, again, I, I apologize for any Shelleys out there because y'all yeah. are lovely people. I just <laughs> might want to, maybe we'll do a whole podcast on Miss Shelley. <laughs> anyway. Our alter egos. Yes. Right, right. And so, you know, that breathing, the gratitude thing, very simple. We, we can get what I think what is so funny is how complicated we can make our lives. Mm -hmm. And women, I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm talking to you women. Yeah. You love the complicated thing. Oh, oh, now I wrote this thing. I know I got to make it pretty. Now yes. I got to make it Pinterest worthy. <laughs> no, just, I mean, you have to scroll it on your hand, whatever. Yes. Just keep rolling on with it. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and you're absolutely right. Because what you just said is what more women need permission to do. So when you give yourself permission to just be genuine, just be real. You know, I always say when I'm, um, speaking to other people that the book, it's, it's, it's true stories, real life. And if we can't have, if we can't discuss true stories in real life, then, then what's the point? Because then we're not really being genuine. We're not truly touching the lives of other people because we're really just making things pretty. And that's not what life is about. We have bad days, bad things happen to us. We experience pain, loss. We experience a lot of things. There are people who are suffering right now in this pandemic, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. And if we can't talk about real problems, we're never going to find real solutions. That's right. Never find all those real solutions. So I like, I love this saying, um, practice the pause. Yeah. Right. When you pause. That's <laughs> right. Very wise advice there. That yes. sounds like a Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I think this. I would tell my kids, "I'm sorry, kids. I'm at mom's in timeout." Yes, Lashim, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I put myself in mini timeout. Usually, I find myself at the kitchen sink in my own timeout just to because I got to be moving. Yeah, and when I move, then my brain starts thinking. When yes. I'm still. I might fall right asleep. <laughs> I have to kind of move a little bit, for sure, for sure. So, Miss Shane, tell us a little yes. bit about um, 
the stories that are within your book that give some support to this mindset? Um, well, the book follows, it's, it's kind of a traveling memoir, but it's a self-help inspirational read. So it's a journey. It's, um, it invites readers to jump into a Volkswagen bus and travel with this little girl who you follow this little girl from um, not only different states, but different parts in her life, different experiences, um, you know, some neglect, some abuse, some uh, a lots and lots of loneliness times, um, you know, when she was looking for some support and looking for some direction. And I think all of that time alone taught her how to look for the good in things, to look for hope, to look for um, a, a silver lining, to look for the positives in the bad. Um, and you follow this little girl and as she goes through life, you know, continues to overcome a lot of situations and and observe a lot of situations, you know, from uh, a parent, you know, broken marriage, um, illness, um, you know, lots and lots of different things that every woman can relate to at least one thing in the book, because there are so many relevant topics and subjects um, that, that if you haven't gone through all of them, and I pray that no one has, but you've gone through something. Um, and there's some, there's even bullying, there's, you know, being teased, not fitting in, um, wondering where you belong, um, you know, who you want to be when you, when you grow up kind of thing, that searching for yourself. And you see this little girl kind of lost, but find herself. And she finds herself through being alone so much. Um, and that, that time when she's alone, it kind of forced her to look up <laughs> and it forced her to cement what it was that she wanted out of life. So rather than, um, you know, sitting in the back of the Volkswagen bus or sit, you know, in a, in a house by herself and say, oh, woe is me. I give up. I'm never going to be anything in this life. And, and this is, you know, I, I've just, I've got too many problems and, you know, Instead of doing that, um, she imagined that life was so much better. And how can she overcome these things? What can she do not to, so that she's not repeating a cycle? How can she flip the switch and change, you know, change the past and move forward to create a brighter future? And that type of mindset and that type of curiosity and, um, personal digging, that hard stuff that she was forced to do at a young age to really, really dig and question, is it me or is it everybody else? Is it me or is it my family? Um, and then come to the realization that it, it, we are in control of ourselves. It doesn't matter what we are born into. It doesn't matter what happens to us. And there are some, there's some tough things, you know, illness and, um, and th there's a divorce and there's all sorts of stuff in here, but it doesn't matter what happens to us, how we choose to react to the things that happen to us and what we do to pick ourselves up 
and put those pieces back together and create our present and move to a brighter future is up to us. And that is our responsibility and it is within our control. So this, the, the book is, um, is not a, it's not a sad story. It's a real story. It's a story that shows others. Um, you were just describing, you know, how we as women are so hard on ourselves and we don't just, you know, write something or make something, then we want to make it pretty. And then we want to make it Pinterest pretty. The book is not meant to be pretty. It's meant to be real. It's meant to connect with other women and show them that this is real life. And it's not always, we're not always put together. We're not always picture perfect. We're not always going to fit in. That's okay. We're not meant to always fit in. That's part of our growing is finding where we belong and knowing that we're supposed to be there. Right. And in that place where we are, the learning can really happen. The if we if we decide to face the fear, if we decide to um, maybe drop some of those expectations. Well, I thought it was going to be. Well, here is what it is. What is it that I can do about it? Right. Um, and we've heard amazing stories from the past from other amazing authors, and I'm, I'm thinking of one of Corey Tinboom, where there's a time in her life she suffered greatly at the hands of of uh, terrible people through mm. the Holocaust. And she, as a Christian, was placed there because she was giving support to Jewish um, uh, groups and neighbors and, and all of these things. And at the time that she was in the camp herself and the suffering that happened there at the hands of one particular man, uh, it, you you have to kind of think right outside. That That's a situation that you have zero right. control over. So, so right. what can you do? What can you do? And she, she writes these amazing things, amazing things. And then in her second book, she talks about <laughs> the opportunity mm -hmm. when she was faced. Face to face at a free time. The camps are over. Everyone's liberated. And she meets her main oppressor. Mm. Yeah. Talk about an opportunity, right? And right. she was like, because hey, 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 oh, I got a lot to say. And I don't know if I'm supposed to. And it was just that idea of, you know, just be quiet and listen. Right. And he stepped forward first and asked for that forgiveness. And mm. that was like, like right there in the street, like right at that moment. Like, right. And, and it was like, I don't know if I fully can. I don't know if I'm ready. And it was just like, say it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And grow into the readiness later. Right. So right. because because you didn't have the control at that moment. Yes, yes. But for that particular individual, the freedom that he must have felt at the time, whether you agree or knows or don't agree with it, we are faced like that all the time. And it is always down to the choice. Mm -hmm. And she talks about that struggle that it was in, in that particular time. Probably felt like the hourglass was stopped and Everyone around them was like in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, wow, <clears throat> we've had those experiences. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, you will, uh, you will get the opportunity to have those experiences again and again and again right. until you get the lesson right. That's because right. Because it's real life, right? That's right. It's real life. Absolutely. And that's exactly, that is exactly right. And I will say, um, we tend to think 
that we um, are so smart, <laughs> you know, that we are so smart that we know exactly how we would react if something happened to us. We would know exactly what we would say when confronted with someone. We would know, you know, what we would do if someone ever did something to us. But until we're in that position, and we never know when that position or that opportunity or that time is going to come to us, we can't predict anything. We don't know what's going to happen. But what we do know is what we are doing each and every day. And each and every day is practice. Each and every day and each and every opportunity, good, bad, and indifferent, is bringing us forward to that day, that opportunity, that experience. And we can never predict what that's going to bring, where it's going to bring us. We, we don't know. So that's why I say our mindset is our practice. You were saying that you tend to put Sally in, in the timeout and you can't stay still. And that's why for me, walking and being alone um, in my thoughts, I have a, a wonderful walking partner um, that we share a lot of you know, stories and we chat. And that's always important too, that you have someone that you can, you can vent to and you can let out some of that frustration. But it's also necessary to have that alone time so that you can reel yourself back in, whether it's the Sally or whether it's, you know, reel your positive, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to tackle this, I've got my to-do list and reel yourself in and remind yourself that we are human, we make mistakes, there are accidents, there are things that are beyond our control. But when we reel ourselves in and we're quiet enough to listen, we give ourselves permission to be at peace with whatever we are in that moment, flaws and, and beauty and everything. We acknowledge that we are human and that we are growing and growth is not always pretty. So um, I've learned that difficult things bring us to wonderful places. Challenges become opportunities. Mistakes are lessons, um, and there is no coincidence. I believe there are no coincidences, and I have a faith that I am here for a reason and for a purpose, and if I waste my time not using my purpose, or if I'm not truly being honest with myself, or if I'm not maximizing and really truly stretching my mindset and taking ownership of my mindset that I'm not doing my purpose or serving my purpose well. That's so true. It is really, really interesting how all of that works together. So I have a mm -hmm. question at the end of all of this. Okay. What is something that you would love to have all of our listeners here tonight take home for you? Like, what is it that you want to leave them with? Well, I would say, you know, I, I don't, I, I, at the risk of not sounding cliche, I'm trying to, um, I, I would just like everyone who's listening to know that being honest with yourself is the best gift that you can give yourself. And it's difficult at times to acknowledge anger frustration, embarrassment, um, you know, feeling inadequate, feeling, um, 
jealous, whatever the emotion, whatever the um, feelings that we are experiencing, none of it is wrong, but it's wrong to tuck it away. It's wrong to ignore it. It's wrong not to dig deeper and ask yourself, well, why do I feel that way? Why, what's causing me to feel that way? Because it is our obligation as human beings to really understand ourselves. And if we don't understand ourselves, or if we don't take the time to figure out why we are functioning the way we're functioning, then we're just going through life repeating the same habits, behaviors, daily routines. We're just, we're just going through the day. We really need to do the, the dig, the, the deep digging to, to really get to know and understand ourselves better so that we can be the best version of ourselves. And then we can get the best version of others when we're being honest and truthful because people need to see real and they need to feel genuine connections, not just surface connections. There's a lot of surface connections out there in the world right now, but to really make a difference, you need to be able to touch people beyond the surface, those that, that you really treasure and that are in your life. I'm not saying everybody in the world, that would take up all of your energy, but identifying those, you know, and sometimes we don't know who these people are. Sometimes it is someone in the grocery store that we're just passing and a simple smile turns into uh, a, a very meaningful and purposeful connection. And that person needed to see that smile and they needed to feel that genuine warmth from us that day. Just like there are times when someone smiles at us or holds the door or instead of cutting us off, waves us in so that we can get into the traffic. And that simple gesture, that little, that little act of kindness that changes our perspective and our attitude and gives us the strength to continue focusing on the mindset that we ourselves control and give us um, that, that oomph to keep you know, investing in our mindset and not giving in to the negativity of the world around us. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. So everybody, <laughs> we're going to drop the link down here below. Please get your copy of Broken Little Believer. Go on the journey with this little girl. See where things kind of match and connect with you. And remember, the control that you have, your mindset, is your responsibility. And when you have that, you have everything. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all later. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks. Bye. -bye. Thanks. Bye.